Blog Talk Radio. Namaste, love, love, and blessings to everyone. Um, the the uh, my guest I uh, just talked to, and I guess um, he just got back from town, and he is a, uh, a tutor for uh, for wind instruments, and I guess the music store that that he works with um, got broken into, so he's dealing with an emergency situation there right now, which of course he wasn't expecting. So um, I'll have Nathan on on a future show. But I'm going to have some friends on, um, my, my close friend Kelly, who will be talking a little bit about the beautiful work that she does, which is incredible. And she's going to be doing a guided meditation, which will benefit everyone. And, and then I'm working on getting some other friends also online with us. So um, welcome, Kelly. Thank you, Marcus. It's good to be with you. Mm-hmm. Now, um, could you share a little bit about your journey in uh, awakening, getting to know who you truly are and your process moving forward into what's going on in the planet now, you know, as you perceive it? That's a big question, but yeah, (laughs) I'll share some. And um, so it's been several years back when I... um, stepped into who I was, 
um, war. It's always been there as everybody's experience. They always have their knowingness about it. However, with me, I had um, tremendous headaches. Um, and what I've learned from that is it's an extreme sensitivity to energy. So they were so overwhelming. Um, you get to that point where you just don't want to exist because they're so painful. And within that, I call it my three days of darkness where all of a sudden I woke up and wanted to change the world. So that was probably seven years ago. And I started this tremendous journey that just led from one thing to another. Of course, everybody finds where they just want to study and learn and understand what they're going through and try to find connections and knowing this huge change has occurred and it's like, where is this information coming from? So you try to find yourself. So I know there's several people who've had that same experience. Well, where I was led to was sort of reading and researching and I noticed that a lot of what I was reading didn't completely resonate. I felt that something was missing within the information so I decided I wanted to work with non-physical, and I found a collective that I was working with. And so all of the information that are coming from there, I didn't, sounds funny, but I didn't really want to work with humans so much because they had their own filters and beliefs in place. And I could tell just because of their extreme sensitivity that it wasn't complete it was coming through their own filters and what I call filters means that when people have such tremendous beliefs about something they may be receiving the information however it's coming through their own belief system so it can get altered and the information isn't that pure so I knew from that point that I wanted to work with the energy of unconditional love I just knew that became the most extremely important thing for me to work with because I knew that when you work with that energy and clear out your debris, that relationship to self is so vital because most of the filters come from lack of love for the self. And when you clear out the debris of those filters, the information that comes through is in its purest form. So, and when you work on yourself, when you take that journey inward, instead of looking for answers outside, the information is truly within. It's in the energy as you connect to the energy with yourself. All of those other beliefs can just fall away. And then the guidance that we're trying to realign with comes in a more pure in other words, without the filter. So it's the exact information that the guides are trying to pull through, not coming through a place of resistance within the body. And so what I do now is um, teach people to hear, heal their whole life, to get rid of the debris. So I work with belief systems to allow the energy to flow, to work with them going within, finding the unconditional love for the self, the healing takes place. I also do a tremendous amount of work with healing. It's very easy for me to disconnect to the energy and heal someone. Um, but all of this is a process of healing. In fact, if you just heal somebody, 
um, physically do a healing on somebody, but their beliefs are, and they've created a situation where they need to have a sickness or an illness come about, um, that's when you actually have to work with the beliefs. For them to truly accept the healing, they have to let go of that which either created it or the resistance to the idea of being able to heal, be healed energetically. So sometimes most of the work with a healing comes through the belief work. So you have to really work with all of that to get that debris out before somebody can truly accept a healing. But although the flip side of that is when you work for with unconditional love in the self, the healing will occur because all of the healing is in the energy. So it always comes back to the energy. It always comes back to a state of unconditional love for the self. That realigns everything. So what I do is work with whatever is necessary within the person. I let the guidance come through. I channel objectives, which communicate with me all the time. I don't have to get it in a transcendent state. I just allow the information to come through, and they really work with the people. Um, And I've realized that I just have to be a conduit for the energy to flow, and everything finds its own resolution. So some need assistance with that, and that's what I help people with. That's what I love the most, and that's pretty much a reflection of who I am. Hmm. Now, what do you see is happening here on on the physical Earth plane, as well as the non-physical? When you work with Mother Mother Earth, nature, the animals, you know, and so forth, what do you see is going well, on in your perception? Okay. Well, that's a really good question because there's all kinds of people with all kinds of perceptions on what's going on. And what I would recommend and what the guides are saying right now is to see things working out with the planet. And energy comes in as it's continuously raising its vibration. It's like every time there's energy coming in the planet, the bodies need to re-alchemate. I'm not saying the word right um, what it, help me with the word that I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, align. Let's just align. Alchemate. Yes. Um, yeah. Let's <laughs> use the alignment word. <laughs> but your body, actually, the cells in your body must change to be able to handle the new energy. On the higher vibrating energy comes in, and that's happening daily. Literally, all of the cells of your body are realigning to be able to handle that amount of energy. It is that simple. People try to make it really complicated. But the idea is your body just just like a, a cord. I always use an analogy of a lamp and there's a cord. And that's designed to handle a certain amount of energy. If you add more energy to it, it'll short circuit. So... That's very much what the energy is doing. However, because the energy is alive and all the information is on the energy, the guides always come in and help your body realign. But it's taking place quite naturally, quite holistically. It is just naturally happening. You don't have to do anything. You just have to breathe into the energy and all of the imbalances will fall away. Your body will adjust to the energy. You may feel some friction here and there, little aches and pains. That just means just rest a little bit, drink more water. Water acts as a great insulator to the energy. So that's why they always are saying drink more water. It's only to soothe the body. 
and your body will just change and adjust to it, and then so on and so on and so on, and it gets higher and higher and higher. But the nature that we're closer to the core, you know, the energy is just raising. It's raising and it's affecting everybody. The people that don't allow the energy to flow are having a little bit more turbulent situations happen in their physical life. So it's affecting everybody, and it just depends on how aligned you are with the energy, how comfortable of a situation it is. And um, so as long as you know the mechanics of what's going on, um, then it's a lot easier to go on this journey, you know, and that's why I teach kind of the mechanics of how the energy works within the body. And it's Mm -hmm. that allowance to let it flow in and let yourself realign to the energy. And don't get all, you know, thinking that horrible things are happening because Literally, when you worry about what's going on in this planet, you're adding your energy to things being bad. When you see things working out well with the planet, you're adding your energy to that. And things, you know, there is nothing to fear. People are in fear. The planet will adjust, and it's going through its own natural readjustment. So the planet is doing just fine. All of this extreme weather that's coming in is just the result of all of us letting go, everybody shifting. So when that gets released into the planet, the planet also has to release it, and that shows up in the weather systems. So when you see the storms and the changes in the weather, you're actually seeing the Earth let go of all of the friction that we're all releasing. So it's just a process. And it will continue, there will still be storms, but it's just this rebirthing that's kind of continuously happening. So Mm. people just are having the reaction that everything is falling apart. Well, sometimes when things fall apart, it's really a good thing because things have to fall away for something new and more beautiful to come in. So it's like don't attach to stuff. Let it be fluid. The energy wants to be expressed. When people stay in concrete beliefs, this is what's going wrong and stuff, um, they're firm in their beliefs. This is, you know, their interpretation of what's going on. When they don't let that become fluid and they don't adjust and back back away from the lens and let more come in, when they're so stuck in their rigid beliefs, well, that will create friction. So the idea is to let yourself expand. And they don't see the relation to that firm belief system, this is the way it is, to allowing something to change. It's the change. It's the backing up from that belief, allowing the energy to flow more. That creates the energy and that creates movement and more opportunities show up. So the main thing, it's quite simple, connect to the energy. Truly do nothing. People get hung up on having to handle stuff, um, having to work out or try to understand something. Quite literally, guys, they do nothing. Just allow the energy to flow and the resolution will occur. The more you try to handle it, the more friction you will feel. So when you really just breathe into the energy, let yourself be in this moment. Enjoy this moment. There's no lack in this moment. Know that the energy will flow. Know that everything will be resolved. Do nothing. That's when you're going to find the most enriched life experience that you can have. Mm. 
Now, um, like, what is it like when you work with wildlife, for example? Like you were just saying you had a deer in your yard. So what do you feel and when you connect with, with them, whether it be empathically and, and uh, telepathically or what have you, what do you feel when, when you're so close to nature and they come close to you to explore your personal space, your land, your home, yourself? A lot of people worry about the animals, and there's nothing really to worry about the animals for because the animals don't have the filters that humans do. The resistance to the energy. They're in tune with consciousness. <clears throat> they came here fully prepared, as we did. We just let belief take in and disconnected from the energy and the natural flow of the planet and the energy. The animals are quite capable of taking care of themselves. It's the worry, again, that energy in people being worried about the animals, you see that show up in your physical reality. If you believe the animals need assistance, well, you're putting that out there, and that's your physical world that you're seeing because of your own beliefs about it. But, the, you know, you watch the animals. They know how to heal themselves. They know what to eat. They're being guided all the way. They're connected to consciousness. They know how to take care of themselves. They came here in agreement to be here. To um, And we did. They're more second-dimensional creatures. So we also were in that same state at one point. We just evolved into a human state. But we've all had those experiences in animal form. And that's why some feel such an affinity to certain forms of animal species. They're just recalling their own physical experience with it. So the animals are fine. And as long as you see them being fine, again, adding your energy to it all working out, well, then the animals will be fine. But if you insist that something's wrong, well... I would say you're adding your energy to something going wrong, and that's the experience you're going to be existing in. Right. Now, we do have a caller, and that is, I know it's very supportive. Are you ready to have uh, an interesting discussion? Sure. Okay. Um, Marcus, before we do the call, can we introduce Glenda so she might want to contribute to this call? Um, I haven't been able to get her in. I've tried, so... Oh, okay. Okay. I try, I try to get her in. Uh, she has to Skype in herself, so I'm going to have to work with her on that. But we do have another caller, 907. Uh, please introduce yourself uh, and a little bit about what you do. Good morning. Um, my name is Jillian. I'm, Hi, Jillian. I'm I, I, um, living and loving on this beautiful planet of ours. And uh, I'm, I guess you could say, going through that awakening moment or process with the rest of everything and everybody. And this morning, I had a very exciting moment where I was awakened early, early, early hours, singing in a language I didn't understand. <laughs> uh, well, that's awesome. well, that's you, Julian. <laughs> It, it kind of is, yeah. But this one was like, and and so I was just so full of bliss of different kinds, and and so thankful, and um, you know, feeling like I was getting telepathic messages about light pouring into myself, and I'm thinking of you know of all of I am because I 
I'm realizing when I feel the consciousness of something, I know it's it's not like I'm assuming that everybody's identical, but I realize it's happening to all of it's happening to me. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Anyway, so I want to wish you joy and um, and all good things. <laughs> that is so awesome. And I can feel what that was and what the guides are saying is you are having work done in your dream state, which they love working with us there because you're actually going into a different dimension. And actually, so it's not limited by the rules of physical reality. So you get to play out ahead of time some of these experiences. Sometimes... They're doing work with you, and sometimes you're connecting to the other fractal pieces of your whole soul. So it's an awesome place to be. And so that's why when your body calls for rest, rest, uh-huh. because there's a lot of stuff being done. So, yeah, you right. connect, I get the feeling that you're connected to your um, other pieces, and and that which is very cool that you have the ability to pull out of the um, subconscious um, that dream state into here, and that's why you woke up doing that because that's what you're doing in your sleep. So it's very cool, and it, you can even <laughs> feel that you're, you know, you were in the energy, and that's why you felt so alive and connected because mm-hmm. that that state. So it's really exciting that you're doing that. So, it was exciting. I could feel um, sensations of energy, um, you know, like pouring through me, and you know, I. When you when in in a waking state, one doesn't always understand, but but I'm grateful for it. And and you know, I get different little messages here or there, and some of them are more coherent than others. But it, it is always fun to to wake up singing a joyful song in a language you don't understand. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that you know you're connecting to another piece that speaks that language. Mm-hmm. So and I was very catching cool that you little. Can pull it in. Yeah. Right. And when I went back to rest I was catching little bits and pieces of colors in my mind's eye of different like you say probably different dimensions but I'm not I don't have the you know the full consciousness of some like some people do but I, I was get little glimpses <laughs> so no 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 like that's teasers. cool because yeah what I say always and they say that the conscious mind is not designed to understand fully the subconscious mind. So don't worry about that. You're getting exactly what you needed from that experience, and you'll know that that's happening you're interpreting the dream state because do you notice how it fades just like when you wake up from a dream? It's like, oh, I want to hold on to that, but, you know, some of the information starts fading. Mm-hmm. Did you have that experience? Oh, definitely, because yeah. I was getting a lot of messages, but to recall them now... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's how you know. That, yeah, that's how you know it's in the dream state. That's the. Mm-hmm. That's how you'll know that that's what it was. Is you have the ability to pull that out of the dream state, which is very cool because you're going to get a whole bunch of. I call them divine downloads because I get that too. Um, and then it's always in the mornings when I just wake up, so that's how you know what's coming in. And so like, just start writing really quickly before it fades mm. away. And, um, that's what I Maybe do. Maybe I should get my journal closer to my, yeah. <laughs> my pillow. <laughs> yeah, and it'll be fun. I mean, it's not necessary because you're getting what you needed to, but it's always yeah. fun. And um, Well, I did you know, go on on Skype and, and just Skyped a couple friends that live in a different time zone and just told them how happy I was and how much I loved them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you feel that? 
that excitement yeah. is your eternal self. That's the energy mm-hmm. of the, that's why it felt so timeless and loving and something mm-hmm. that you don't experience as you go about your day. However, right. that's what this process is all about, is being able to align with that all the mm-hmm. time. And you can. So it's a process. And um, doing that, those breathing techniques that breathe you into the energy. And literally, don't think of anything else. Just make that connection to that eternal energy. And literally, all of this other stuff finds its resolution without you doing anything. You'll see things. You'll be getting the information. Because the information is in the energy. It's that connection to the self. That's being Sounds established. wonderful and goes totally against our puritanical worth Exactly, yeah. <laughs> because we've been thinking so much with the physical brain, and that's not our job. Our job is to connect to the energy. Okay. Right. Yeah. So oh, the details are yeah. what stands in the way of us receiving the information. But you're right, it's opposite of what we've been doing. That's why it's a right. process of undoing that and lining up with where it actually works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Isn't that oh, cool? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jillian, one thing I wanted to ask you is, since you live in beautiful Alaska on the coast, um, yes. have you gone out over by the beach and just sat there on, on the sand and just looked out on the ocean and then gone into that meditative state or half-awake, half-asleep type thing and connecting with whatever is in the ocean and perhaps having some of the ships coming out of the water or going into the water or anything else like that? Well, let me let me describe a little bit to you. Um, the the oceans around here are not what you would consider cozy beaches. It, most of them are <laughs> impassable, and there's there's quicksand, and you can't walk there. And of course, the the water is frigid. I'm just building up a little bit of the atmosphere. You, <laughs> um, there is one place. That we have, that I've discovered that I can take my children, and we go now and then, but you have to drive past the airport, and it's this bluff right behind the airport, so that you get jumbo jets and cargo jets, and we have a FedEx um, base right there, so we taking off right over your heads, and the kids sometimes pretend they're dragons flying, right? <laughs> so it's a it's a very exciting place to go. But it's not somewhere you go every day. And see, it's just about the only place where you can actually walk on the beach without becoming too entangled with it because of quicksand. So, but I did go there last <laughs> summer, and this is this is before I had some of my other realizations. I sat there, and I just somehow on a whim wanted to connect to whales, and I began singing singing to them. Oh, and wow. my kids were I like, "Mom, be quiet." <laughs> but <laughs> like mom, be quiet. But literally, I do believe I've had telepathic connections with whales. And just the other day, I got, I felt something, and it said, "I said, who is it? A whale?" And I said, "What do you want, dear whale?" And it said, "Make room." So I envisioned in my heart just more room, and it was like it jumped in. It was like <laughs> you got to make room in your heart for everything. And I wasn't sure what it meant, but it for me it was meaningful. So, yes, Marcus, I have recently, you know, in the past year, had these connections, but I don't even have to go to the beach. If I if I am, like, relaxed, meditating in the bathtub, I can start singing to the whales and the belugas. And they probably know what I'm saying, but I don't. 
<laughs> that is so awesome. So yeah. you were a translator. Before. Actually, What's I am an interpreter. Cool. That is my that was my like my main profession is I'm an inter- I'm a translator. And I guess I was attracted to that by just a natural, yeah, that's something that I done that many uh, many times and it's something your mm-hmm. soul really enjoys. That's why it brings you such great joy to do it. That's how right. you identify it. It's yes. because of the excitement and joy that you have for it. I think you're right and it it's funny because I I've I've always felt in this world as if I were a foreigner everywhere and yet at home everywhere. Mm, and I've lived right. in um I've lived in Russia and I had past lives there and I worked as an interpreter and nobody could really figure out who I am because in some ways I'm more Russian than the Russians but I'm not Russian and you know it's just like who is this lady? And I uh-huh. feel the same way the same way when I contact or you know I'm in contact online with Dear friends who identify with um, aspects of themselves that come from other star systems, they'll start talking, and I'll answer back in languages that I don't consciously understand, which is kind of exciting. It's just something that your soul really enjoys, and that's why you came forward, is to actually make the connections to others. It's like that communication is so important, and you bring people together through your ability to um, understand everybody, you know what I mean? It's those connections mm-hmm. that you get to bring together. So it's just something that your soul really enjoys doing. Like I said, you can always tell what your soul loves mm. by the excitement that you have about it. That's You'll know it because you're so excited. That's your soul signature to it. Because not <laughs> everybody enjoys the same thing. But if you right. can allow yourself to know what you love, and uh-huh. not worry about what others tell you to love and trying to be something <laughs> that you're not. When you actually right. allow the joy to come up, you're like, oh, you know, I yep. really love that. And that's how you know what your soul enjoys. And then you can start working from that. You know, it's like, okay. And then you connect to the energy and more information comes through. It's so easy. Mm-hmm. We make it so complicated. Everybody just tries to go so out there. The reason why you feel foreign it's not that you're foreign to here. Everybody is here for a reason. Um, everybody always starts out feeling like they don't belong here, you know, that they feel like they are from somewhere else. That feeling, that longing, that that aloneness, that separation is the separation from yourself. So when you line up from the self right here, right now, right. then you'll feel that's what you're missing is your connection mm-hmm. to self, not, you know, so you'll get caught up, a lot of people get caught up in trying to go so extraterrestrial with answers. Right. And well, so it's like, don't I, do I that. Line up with yourself in, first. Yeah, I got, got caught up in going to other countries because I felt like I, I had to go to Russia. And I think I did <laughs> need to go there. But, yeah. <laughs> but then I discovered that, yeah, I mean, it, home really is in the self, but it was a learning process. Yeah. Oh, yes. Definitely. Because oh, yes. <laughs> we all choose that, to have those experiences. Some people choose, you know, very limited, ghost, scary situations. And if you uh-huh. notice, what the coolest part is, is we all set ourselves up to get back to spirituality. We all yeah. create little things like sometimes they can be quite terrifying. And yeah. But you'll notice that when they get on the other side of that, when they get past the terror, They'll always say, well, if I hadn't gone through that experience, I wouldn't, you know, that brings them closer to spirituality. 
So mm-hmm. each of us has created for ourselves different experiences to line mm-hmm. back up. And so I realize that out, now. Yeah. yeah. I'm realizing that more now, Kelly, and I'm really thankful for the way that you facilitate things because I've talked to you, you know, once before and I I, I really appreciate your insights, especially in because you know, in, in think in the beliefs that we have about how we have to work or grasp something or, you know, grab it. Oh, that, that, I need to grab it. But <laughs> instead yeah. of flowing into it, which I'm learning. <laughs> yeah. All right. But, oh, but also so there's the I other... Oh, so, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I, I guess I was going to mention that I, there's the other side of the coin, which I'm also discovering, is that there is a, a joy in being very independent and taking responsibility for everything that mm-hmm. can free you up. So it doesn't mean like you don't stop um, working exactly. necessarily, right? Yeah, you're right. And I can I, there's a simple analogy, and uh, the guides always say it. It's so beautiful. Uh-huh. Just to bring more clarity what, to what you're saying um, okay. and make it easier and easier is it's the refinement of energy and knowing mm-hmm. when to act and take action. It's like you get a, an idea that's intriguing to you, and a lot of people think they're failing at manifestations by this. Uh-huh. So I really want to bring this forward because or the guides are really wanting to express this because so many physical beings get caught up in this as well as far as understanding what manifestation really means. And so you get inspired on something and you don't see it showing up. And a lot of people automatically say, oh, I failed. You know, nothing got created. They keep on peeping around for when is it going to show up. However, (laughs) it's the refinement of the energy. It's allowing more pieces to come together. There's a correlation Mm -hmm. That's the word I was looking for before. A coalition of the energy. The energy, just like when you plant a seed. You don't plant a seed and say it's a tree. Right. Right now, because it has to nur- you know, it has to be nurtured. It has to allow it to be grown up into a plant, and then it will bloom. Once it blooms, it can never be a bud again. Mm-hmm. And so there are there are universal laws that we have to follow, right? That we may not realize all of the universal laws, but they're there, and they have to fall into place, right? I mean, it has to be exactly. There's that divine timing of when it will show up, because there's also another analogy about a ham sandwich. It's like you can get an idea to have a ham sandwich, but then you get inspired to add cheese to it, and maybe a wonderful <laughs> Don mustard, and then maybe some lettuce, and maybe some tomatoes, and then you cannot help but bite down on the sandwich because it's so scrumptious. <laughs> but when it's just a ham sandwich, there's not that much energy in it. There's a little bit right. of energy. There'll be a little bit of movement. So if you act too quickly before mm. it's ripened enough to where you cannot resist but bite down, it has How to about? go to that level. It has How? to go to that that. Um, that depth because that creates a magnetic field that others can can be attracted to because when you create that scrumptious ham sandwich because you're of love for it, that love that you have, that it's so delicious, creates yeah. a magnetic field 
that everybody just shows up to you so those opportunities for more commitment. But if you do it too fast, if you act too fast, well, the energy hasn't refined enough. There's no energy behind it. There's just uh-huh. And so another thing about abundance is knowing this. And that's why it's so important to get the debris out of the way and be good with this moment. Everything that you need, there is no lack. Everything is right here in the energy. And if I mm-hmm. just sit with that and not say that something's wrong right now, uh-huh. a lot of people say, well, when this shows up, I'll be good. No, you have to uh-huh. be good now. You have to line yeah. up with the energy. And so when you go to a restaurant, there's all kinds of analogies coming through from the guides, okay? <laughs> and there's a lot yeah. of restaurant analogies. When you go to a restaurant and place your order, uh-huh. you don't have to cook it. You don't have to deliver it to the table. It automatically gets delivered. So when you place your order, you're done. Forget about it. Mm-hmm. Let it go. But know you do pay it. for it, right? How does that part of the no. analogy fit in? No. I mean, well, you're talking. Well, I'm just saying, yeah, the thing, I'm using the analogy that that will automatically show up. It okay. will get okay. created because you're connected to the energy, so the abundance okay. will be there. So you don't need to worry about, do I have enough money? Because if you trust that everything gets provided to you, you're in that flow, you know, uh-huh. because the universe is constantly, if you have a belief that you don't have enough, well, the universe is giving you that. You're saying you don't have enough, so that's what it's delivering to you. If you say you have enough, then the universe can give you more than enough. Mm-hmm. So it's your belief about it. Do I have enough? You know, I have to watch my money. Well, you're not mm-hmm. in the state of allowing the universe to give you everything, are you? You're telling the universe, I don't have enough. So it's giving mm-hmm. you that perfectly. It's not judging you. It's not right. saying, well, she doesn't really want that. I'm going to give her more. It's, mm-hmm. it's showing up basically based on what you believe about your present circumstance. Uh-huh. So it's honoring that. It's giving you exactly what you believe. So if you and, let that go and say I have more mm-hmm. than enough, well, that's what you get. Mhm. I'm 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 wondering if um, surfing might be another good analogy where you're learning how to ride the waves rather than stand there and wait for the wave to hit you over the head and then react. <laughs> <laughs> it can be a good one because the idea of the waves—that's another thing that they bring into this. It's mm. that flow. You have to know that energy just, you know, like light even flows in in waves, right? There's peaks and valleys. Uh-huh. So when you're on the peak, see, there's another thing about the idea that when energy comes in and you feel that huge, huge, huge burst of energy, like you mm-hmm. felt this morning, mm-hmm. um, you'll notice that as it settles in, it no longer feels that big. But it's just because you integrated the energy. And then once you integrate that and there's no real excitement, you know, it's calmed down a little bit, it's not that the energy has gotten any less. It's just that you've acclimated to it. And so then when you let that settle in, that's the valley, then you'll go up to the next great peak. So it comes in just like a wave in those peaks and valleys. So then you'll be inspired to the next big idea, and it'll feel really big to you. And then as it integrates in your body, then it's not so big. It's just like the little kid with a toy. When you were little, you loved that toy very, very, very much. But right now, that same toy would not excite you. 
Mm-hmm. But that that um, same wave thing that you know mm-hmm. the, the energies come in, the vibration is raised, and you integrate. Right. Then the you know the and next thing comes in. It's really important that that you're mentioning that these are parts of us because, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, but when sure. I was first going through the process, I was very scared because I would feel. I, I I guess I'm not clairvoyant, but I'm got more of the clairsentient feelings, the sensations that come around all over my body, and I thought I was being attacked by entities, right? Mm-hmm. Because I was getting tugs and pulls and cold and hot, and it's taken me a while to just relax and realize, oh, it's all good, you know. At first, mm-hmm. I was really scared. Yeah. Did I tell you where that was? Hmm. Um, and I have another friend who's kind of going through a similar thing. The one thing mm-hmm. is the vibrational match. People who are, and I'm not saying this for you, I'm saying this to other listeners that you know, will help them, this part of it. If you have a low vibration in your body, you're in fear and you're scared, um, well, there's entities that can join that. And when I say entities, it's really just energy. It's not right. something attacking you. It's just a vibrational match. As you raise your vibration high enough, those mm-hmm. entities can no longer eat the youth. They fall completely out of your spectrum. So Joseph right. was talking about creating right. a... But I was even scared of... Cell. Yeah. I a was even scared cell. of... Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll, I'll let you go on. I Just to say one thing. I was even scared of those signals, which I knew technically or felt that we're loving, but I thought it was something else, and I sometimes still right. think that, but it's it's really part of me. It's so sorry, not, go on. Yeah. <laughs> no, and what those are for you and your personal experience, those are just your guides. Mm-hmm. It's not getting your yeah. attention. And you are clairvoyant, truthfully, and you are sensitive to energies, and that's all you are feeling, your awareness. As you're raising your awareness, you're aware of the entities around you, and I'll call them just energies because they're nothing to be afraid of. They are aspects of you and or your guides, very lovingly getting your attention. And mm-hmm. it's the fear, though, because we don't understand what's going on that gets triggered and people run away from it. And um, But in your case, it was just your entities going, here I am, you know, talk to me, <laughs> talk mm-hmm. to me. We're letting you know we're here. We're letting you know that you have new abilities coming forward as right. you're raising vibrations. And so, yes, you are um, Claire Audio, you're clairvoyance, and um, it, all of these new senses are coming about as you're connecting to higher vibrations. So you're just going to see more and more. And um, so, yes, there's nothing to fear. In fact, never, ever, ever can anything attack you without your permission at some level. Mm-hmm. They assure us of that. So... It's just an energy, and if you don't like the energy feeling, Joseph would say, put that book back on the shelf. And and you can say, um, when you say, uh, please leave, they must. They cannot join you. But at some level, if you're choosing to have that experience, well, that's something for you to learn from. So there is never anything to be afraid of. Once you realize and connect to the energy, and the information will let you know, exactly what's going on when you connect back to it. So um, in your case, so as and with others, um, um, I lost my train of thought. (laughs) 
there was too many of them talking. I can't listen to them all sometimes. Mm-hmm. But, uh, um, yeah. but no, it can be well, a very loving experience. And it it has uh, been. I, I I was really glad to talk to a healer similar to you during the time when I was awakening to some of these sensations or contacts or, or, you know, communications because I actually really did think that I had entities attached to me. And I'd had a previous experience where I actually had an exorcism, right? So I asked him and he said, no, you don't have entity attachments. You um, You have past trauma that's caused you to dissociate. So... What he helped me to do, and he tells me that I did it myself, but I'm still really grateful to him, was to have parts of me that needed to heal from trauma from this life and past lives to kind of come together, transmute, heal, and begin working together where before they had been separated off into little zones, if that makes any sense. Mm. Yeah, actually they talk about that as far as like dementia itself or schizophrenia is... Mm -hmm. When people, and it's really us doing it, it's people compartmentalizing their being. In other words, they try to be a people pleaser. So they're one person to their church, they're one person to their family. I call them masks because they're little personalities that you try to please all of these different pieces. And less to its extreme abilities, people who are really fearful and don't really... Um, feel loved and supported and have really lost their connection to self. They can be thoroughly separated by a membrane. And truthfully, you don't have to exercise your way into them. You don't even, if you disconnect to the energy, they really will fall away on their own. Mm -hmm. And it's the idea that there's different ways of doing stuff. I actually went and apologized to mine and I wrote down on a piece of paper that I wouldn't let them you know, go through what they had gone through again, and we're going to work together. And then they stopped fighting me. Uh huh. Slowly. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. And um, go ahead. Yeah. Kelly and Jim, um, just so you two can catch your breath um, and mm-hmm. you grab a, a, something to drink, I'm going to play a four-minute song, and I'd like to get your feedback on on the song. Okay. Okay. You grab something to drink because I'm sure you probably need need a little bit of something. Yes, I do. <laughs> okay. okay. Thank you so much for having me on. And uh, no, 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 you can stay. stay with us, won't you? Okay. you can stay. You can stay, stay on with us. Okay. And you can stay on. Your love. <laughs> yeah, I know. I okay. tried to get her on, but I, I just couldn't. Okay. Can you give that a shot too with this one? Yeah, Julian, stay on with us. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I'm not just this body, emotion, or this mind. These senses or conditions, feelings going round. The truth is, I am really not as I appear. Not ending or beginning I am ever, everywhere Who I really am Who I truly am Is boundless, 
beyond body, beyond mind and time, beyond this earthly life. Learning to discover by means of taking form. I'm ever on a journey, experience it all. Everything's illusion, lives of every sort. Momentary pleasure, passing through this world. Who I really am Who I truly am Is endless Awesome wonder Ageless wisdom Design Beyond this earthly Life Not this body, emotion, or this mind, senses or conditions, feelings going round. The truth is, I am really not as I appear. Not ending or beginning I am ever everywhere Who I really am Who I truly am Is endless Awesome wonder Ageless wisdom Design Beyond this earthly life Beyond this body Beyond mind and time Beyond this earthly
is your right. own energy. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, are you ready to express some more love? <laughs> is Jillian still with us? Uh, no, someone else. You're on the air. Okay. Go ahead. You're on the air. Hello. Yeah. Oh, good. You're on air. <laughs> You've made it. Yay. Oh, gosh. So a... happy you're here with me. <laughs> I've been here all the time. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't get on. Sorry. I know. Anyway. I tried to add you. I couldn't. I'm, I'm finally, I finally got it all figured out. Okay. Now, Glenda, can you introduce yourself and a little bit of what you do and who you are? Okay. I'm Glenda Andrew, and I'm here in the UK, and I've been connected with yourself and Gillian and Kelly and many others who've become connected in the last few months. Um, And... as what you were saying before about being awakened or more aware of, um, I've lost my thought. Um, well, express a little bit about what you do in the UK and your spiritual journey and in your awakening process. Okay. Well, what happened to me was, um, about seven years ago, and um, like many people, I became um, not happy with life and seeking a purpose, I guess, of wondering what was our purpose, what was my purpose here. Um, and I remember thinking, like, why are we here? And I think a lot of people are going through that or have been through that. And um, I became and have been and have been guided in seeking to know more about who I am and and that has brought me on a journey of going within um, within myself and I love to be able to share all that with everybody so with social networks like Facebook and Twitter I came in contact with many like-minded people who were also being awakened I guess is the is one of the right words to use at this time so becoming aware of that we are energy and that um, to be more in touch with who we are and understanding that we all have this within us, this source energy. And uh, and I love sharing that with people by inspiration or empowering quotations. Um, I, love, I love that and that's what... I want to share with everybody um, by coaching and um, by one of the books that we've just written with my co-author Barbara, who you know, um, which is called Power to Question. And and that's what it is. It's about having the power to question who we are, why we're here, and what our purpose is on planet Earth. Right. Very good. And um, and we have Julian. Are you back with us? Yes, I am. Yay! So and now I am deeply honored and privileged to have my three beautiful angelic goddesses here joining me on Blood Talk Radio. Be Love Now Healing for Inner Peace Show. 
So it is indeed my honor and pleasure to have all three of you expressing your divinity that each of you truly have with my audience archived throughout the world. Thank you each for joining me today. From the depths of my heart and my soul. Namaste. 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 So, um, what would you like to do next, my beautiful goddesses? Have fun. That's what it's all about, is finding (laughs) that joy within the energy, just sharing with each other, expressing our experiences with the energies, allowing others to feel it with us, lining up with the energy, feeling that unconditional love that we all have for each other, and wanting to bring that forward and letting others feel that with us, having fun with it, because that's what it's all about. Hmm. And that's so what's, beautiful. What's, <laughs> and what what's interesting is that I I love doing the networking work. You know, I mean, I've been doing it for years, and I've brought all of you together now. Your 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 close friends and spiritual family. I just love seeing that. And you're brilliant at networking, so that's one of your greatest gifts, and you're so good at it. And we thank you for bringing us together. Yes. Kelly. Yes. Can I ask you, um, it'd be great if you could, um, and I've got this mark of like, it's like this, you know, the um, lining up with... um, Breathing exercise? Sure, yeah. And I want to explain a minute, um, because to me this is one of the greatest gifts that I can explain to anybody, because if they can do this one thing, there's so much movement within this. And I want to explain what doing nothing means. (laughs) Because there is a key behind that, and a lot of people, when you hear it, they think they understand it, but there is so much more going on with doing nothing. The reason when you connect to the energy and do this breathing technique that I'm going to teach you, literally, when you do this, it's just a tool to shut your mind down and connect with the energy. And that is what the doing nothing means. It means to stop handling the details. Stop seeking information. Don't even dwell in the details. If you connect to the energy and do this breathing technique, it is a tool to clear the mind. It is just something to focus on so you think of nothing. Because the energy itself will find the resolution with anything that you have if you let it, if you do nothing. Don't think. Don't do anything but connect to the energy. That act alone, everything will line up and find its resolution within the energy. You literally don't have to do anything. The energy will do it for you. So it's a simple technique to let go. Letting go is not enough. Doing nothing is. Do nothing, and they mean that. Everything finds its resolution within this breathing technique. So... If you want, team, we can go ahead and do that if everybody's wanting to do that. Sure, go ahead. Okay. 
So what you want to do is find that this relaxed place. And I want you to just start relaxing. Just start at the toes, even. And feel the toes. And slowly breathe your way up to the top of your head. So start with the toes. Start breathing very slowly up the shins, up the knees, up the thighs. All the way up to the seventh, through the heart, through the throat chakra, very slowly. And then feel the energy flowing out of the top of your head. Hold it. Hold the breath. Hold the breath. And start releasing very slowly back down the body, down to the stomach, down the legs down to the toes and release feeling it go out of the bottom of the feet as you breathe in again we're going to do another deep breath from the toes so when you're ready we're going to but this time before we start breathing I want you to see a string going from your toes and as you go up the body I want you to see that string lighting up as you're taking that breath. So starting at the toes, everybody ready to inhale? Start inhaling now, slowly, up the legs, up the thighs, through the hips, slowly, up the chest, through the throat chakra, all the way up the head. Feel that cord lighting up, out the top of the head, and hold it. Hold the breath as long as you can. Hold the breath. And start releasing very slowly, going back down, seeing that cord coming back, down to the stomach, down the legs, down the thighs, and through the toes. And we're going to do one more. And I'm going to add some details in it this time. So that technique right there, that slowly breathing in and slowly breathing out as slow as you can is a wonderful technique. This time I want you to see a silver cord going from the center of the earth. Very liquid. Crystal lights up. It's a beautiful, bright crystal in the center of the earth. I want you to see a silver line going from the earth through the feet, and I want you to see your feet dug kind of in the earth. This is a grounding technique. So see it about two feet into the earth, like your feet are set on like a silver disc attaching you to the earth. So see that silver cord going all the way up. Take a breath if you want to, but I just want you to see this exercise. So bring it all the way from the earth, lighting it up, and there's energy being carried from the center of the earth up your feet. And I want you to see a ball of light that this cord is still connected to on your ankles. A ball of light on both of your knees, and this is happening to both of your feet. And to your thighs, a big ball of light that this cord is sending energy to. Through your root chakra, which is between your legs, lighting it up. To your sacral chakra, which is orange. To your solar plexus, which is above your belly button, which is yellow. 
that cord is still lighting up and sending energy through all of these energy fields to your heart. Your heart is green, pink, and gold. And then your throat chakra, which is a teal color. To your third eye, which is indigo or cobalt blue. The cord is lighting it up and sending energy through to your crown chakra on the top of your head. And I want you to see another silver disc two feet above that, which is gold. Sending the cord all the way out into space. And then seeing that cord being offered back to you through the crown chakra. So the energy is going from space all the way back down into your body. Through your third eye, through your throat chakra, through your heart. Now I want you to see two arms extended, a big ball of light on your shoulders, one in your elbows, and one on your wrists, enlightened, very bright balls of light. And then feel that cord going still down to your solar plexus, sacral chakra, the root chakra, those balls of light down your legs, down the bottom of your feet, and back down to that crystal. So there's circle of energy being offered. Same as that breathing in and out. The energy is offered from the earth to space, from space to the earth, higher consciousness, and it's an ongoing process. Energy is always being offered in. That's the breath, that's the inhale, and then there's the exhale. And when there is so much, there is a third technique, when there's so much um, chatter in your mind where you're worried about stuff. or And I don't recommend worrying. Like I said, always see things working out. Don't send your energy to the worry because you're literally adding to it. You're enlivening it. You're sending your energy to what you're worried about. So as much as you can, let go of the worry and see things working out. Add your energy to that always. But when there's a lot of clutter that we always get into, see a ball of light in the center of your brain. A tiny, beautiful, as bright as you can imagine, ball of light. And even though you see the debris circling around it, like something orbiting that ball of light, that's the chatter. Allow that light in your brain to get bigger and bigger, and it's just glowing the brightest, beautiful light that you can imagine. Keep on making it larger actually extending your physical body. You can make it as big as you want, but I want you to see your entire body lighting up in this beautiful ball of light. That is the energy. And all of that debris and chatter will just fall away. Just breathe into the energy. Just be. You'll feel it. There's a density about this energy. It's beautiful. It's your eternal self coming forward that you're allowing yourself to connect to. And all the resolution will happen within the energy if you let it. You don't have to pluck away, go into past lives. You don't have to pluck and find the answers. Allow it to come up in the most holistic way. Because if you try to go seeking it before you're ready, you can run into debris and problems with that. Allow it to come up. Never, ever force the energy to come up. If you feel like you're working too hard and trying to force it, we would say back off. 
Let the energy find its resolution. It will always come up in divine timing if you let it. You don't want to go into areas that you're not ready for. So just allow the energy to do the work for you. It can be that simple and that beautiful. Take a deep breath, deep as you can, and do the biggest release that that you can. Just breathe it all out. How's everybody feel? How's your energy? Wonderful. Do you feel you vibrating higher? I think these are great. This is great techniques um, and really good guidance. Um, This is Jillian. I just had a a little uh, side note that recently, right after the solstice, my guides were giving me a direction which encapsulates for me what you're saying although you elaborated so much more on it and so beautifully but basically they gave me a message which was kind of personal to me it was that there was a new piousness for me and i thought okay new piousness what does that piousness like a new piety like what and and with a background i i had a very uh intense religious background where I thought I might become a nun. I prayed for hours. I used to do things like, you know, lie prostrate on plywood, praying for hours, you know, really like extreme things, right? So (laughs) that's my background. So I I was like, okay, what's my new piousness? And so I waited, and my answer was, (sighs) (laughs) just like a a silken side. Just breathe and go within. Yeah, just basically it was like a wordless silken sigh. It was like, ah. They were telling you to breathe. Let it go. Do nothing. They were telling you to do nothing. Wow. Connect to the energy. Wow. Mm -hmm. So that was... It is that simple. We make it complicated. But it, right, it, and it took me, you know, how many, 45 years to learn that? That's <laughs> 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 exactly what I say. The simplest, simplest thing that we all have is our one breath. Our breath, that's it, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Breath of life. It's a breath right. of life. Right. But that's how it works, and they say that all the time is, this inhale and outhale, I mean, is ways. I mean, it's in all aspects. It's in the environment. It's in the energy itself. It's it's how the information gets transported from your higher self to you. As you get inspired by the idea, you send it up to the higher self. The higher self enlivens it, which is the analogy of that sandwich, and then sends it back down to you. And you add your flavor to it and send it back up to the higher self. That's that same breathing in and breathing out. We're enlivening each other. And there's that communication with the self and your eternal self going on all the time, that back and forth. That's every single idea of inspiration that you've ever had has not come from the physical brain. It's come from the higher self. Mm -hmm. So it's a beautiful dance that we're doing. And that's just the mechanics of it. Mm Yeah, I, I love, like, um, years ago I, I started yoga, um, but I haven't kept with it. You know, I, I kind of didn't want to go back to it. 
And a big part of that is yogic breathing, breathing techniques, and which I think, you know, like Kelly says, is extremely important. And that's a big part of, of yoga. But also with the practices, like one that I that I do, I think I went over it with you, Brenda, didn't I? Is yeah. breathing in your soul, breathing in the con- your own soul's consciousness, breathing in the consciousness of creation itself, breathing in more of the consciousness of Mother Earth. And one way of doing it is looking into the mirror, looking into your own eyes. So that when you're breathing in, you're consciously bringing that consciousness of your own soul, consciousness of Mother Earth, consciousness of creation with each breath. And as you're looking deep into your own eyes, you see and feel it coming in. Because you, um, the eye, what do they say? The, your eyes are the mirrors to your soul. Mm-hmm. Remember that, Brenda? Yeah, um, I. It is very sim. It is very similar, um, and. As I've been doing more of this breathing technique that Kelly talks about, and I've been doing it for the last couple of weeks, um, and I think it was today or yesterday, I did ask Kelly, um, how often do do I do this? Because, of course, we're always wanting to let go and allow things, and, and it is to do the breathing as much as possible. Um, to do nothing. Um, so yes, it's very sim. It is very similar. It is another technique of allowing you or me to connect with our inner self, to the energy, to consciousness, and and to be. And it is to do nothing, to be nothing. So even when you look in your eyes, I remember you giving me that exercise a long t- uh, a few weeks ago. When you do look in your eyes, it is about looking and connecting without doing nothing, without thinking anything. Because, you know, you've done it, you know, when you connect and you look, but with the looking and the breathing, oh my gosh, can you imagine? Yeah? Right. Because you're connecting. Can I add something? Can I add something real quick? Because I do want to bring the energy back to the reason why you're doing that. And I can't let this conversation go without discussing unconditional love. Because that's what this breathing is all about, is allowing yourself to fall in love with yourself. And that's the first step. It's like, do not do anything until you fall in love with yourself. Those people who start doing work without clearing out their debris... You can do some work with people, but it won't have that um, magneticness. It's really doing the work on yourself, allowing yourself to fall in love with yourself, because that's getting rid of the filters. All of the information can come in much clearer. And so that step is ultimate, and that's what I work on the most is, I always call it, I'll teach you how to fall in love with yourself, and I teach you how to heal your whole life. Healing your whole life comes from falling in love with yourself. Getting rid of the debris comes from falling in love with yourself. These breathing techniques are aspects to allow that process to take place, but the reason why we're doing it so much is to line up with your higher self, fall in love with yourself, have those transcended experiences with your eternal self, and everything falls quite lovely into place, just as 
And it's a holistic process. You don't want to do anything too soon. When you line up with the energy, everything lines up perfectly. And it happens exactly when it needs to, not a moment too soon and not a moment too late. You want them to come up naturally. You never want to force something because when you do that, friction will occur. You might get sick. You mean things will come up in your physical reality. Your life is a reflection of your beliefs. So if you don't like what you're looking at in your environment, go back to the work of falling in love with yourself, unconditionally loving yourself. It's not the best gift you can give to anybody else is to fall in love with yourself. A lot will say that that's, you know, because they've been taught you care for others first. Well, that's not true. The greatest gift you can give to anybody is when you do the work and fall in love with yourself because then you come become a conduit of that energy. You bring that down like a vacuum. You don't have to do anything. Just your presence alone sends that vibration into the earth. That is the greatest gift you can give to anybody. So the idea of clearing out your debris, doing the work on yourself, that is where all of the energy is. If you have debris, I always use the analogy of like a pipe, a plumbing pipe, when you have limited beliefs or constrictive beliefs. It's like debris in the pipe and the energy can't flow through it because of all of that residue. You got to get rid of the residue and the energy can pour right through it and you become a conduit of it. If you really want to help the planet and anybody else, fall in your love with yourself first. And then you're a clear conduit because when you do it before then, you got that debris in your body. When you connect to the other person, you offer that debris to them and they offer their debris to you. So you're not hearing the messages clearly that your guides are saying because you've got these limited aspects going on. So when you get rid of that as much as you can, that is the most important journey, is going within, falling in love with yourself, being in a state of unconditional love, the energy flows, and that gets added onto this planet and the pollinization because it helps everybody. You offer that vibration. Not only do you offer it out by just your presence alone, but that have to mechanically be offered back. So you get nothing but new loving experiences being offered back because it's a vibrational match to where you are. So what you're seeking, that joy, that excitement, that inner peace, that ability to be free, is that. That's what you'll find in that work. So it's worth the effort. Mm -hmm. Wow. Thanks for bringing that up, Kelly. It's like you um, lifted the idea right from my head, but you can articulate it so much better than I can. (laughs) Well, because when when Marcus was describing the looking at the self in the mirror, and it struck me that it took me so many years before I could actually look at myself in the mirror without fear. Yeah. And maybe... Worst enemies. Yeah, and it's just where my beliefs were or, you know, the mm-hmm. whatever I, I, I had grown up with or whatever and being a woman and and living in a lot of fear. So it took me forever before I could even, like I said, look at myself in the mirror without being afraid. Yeah. And so that's a huge step. Is It's, it is the foundation yeah. of everything. It is. To fall in love with yourself. It means everything as well. Like I said, you become mm-hmm. 
it, it's so, I mean, because when you're in fear, fear is the opposite of love, but you can transmute that by doing this process. And so if you're in an extreme amount of fear, you can get that much more love if you allow the polarities to change. So fear is just misunderstanding, um, not having trust that things work that way. So we, we get into fear because we don't trust it. People always ask me, well, you know, and I say to them they created that, and they would be like, why would I create a situation that is this awful in my life? You know, that's, you know, why would I do that? And the reason right. why you would do that is because the fear of the unknown is that much more terrifying. So you're safe where you are. Even though it's miserable, right. you'll stay there because you don't know what the next step is. A lot of it, too, is self-judgments, right? It's being oh, yeah. self-judgmental mm-hmm. and, yeah. and not realizing that's what the paradigm you're setting up for yourself. Yeah, and it's a vibrational match. That's why you don't want to look yourself in the mirror because you don't approve of yourself. You've got all of these beliefs in place saying, I should be better. This is what success is. This is what a good mother is. This is what, you know, I should be all of this much more so you don't approve of yourself because you don't feel like you're living up to it. And that's that self-loathing of why you can't look at yourself. (laughs) So when you can let it go, back off of all those beliefs, allow yourself to be exactly who you are because you're part of unconditional love whether you know it or not. That's what our natural vibration is. (laughs) And so you can have this experience of limitation if you choose it. But the idea is to let all that stuff go and return to your natural state of being, <laughs> lining up with your whole self. I have to tell you, it's fun to wake up singing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and the, the fact that you loved it, I want to mm-hmm. point out, and the guys say this, is the fact that you loved it, that means more will come forward. It's that love mm-hmm. that brings it closer to you. So you'll just have more and more and more of that. Yeah. I mean, one thing that I love right now is it's springtime, and, the, and there are a lot more birds around, and hearing their, even though I'm in the city, hearing them chirping and singing, you know, it's, it's great. I, 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 love, I love that. And that's why there's so much of it. Mm. So we have that a few was minutes left. journey. Right. So, um... So, how would you like to close the show? I'd love to recap on saying everybody is exactly where they need to be. Let go of any kind of doubts that you have about who you are. You're exactly where you need to be. Everything will line up in place. And even if you're feeling limitations now, they can be lifted through these techniques and everything will line up. And the more people learn to fall in love with themselves, well, that's just spreading like planting seeds around the planet and everything works out for them. It's no harder than that. It's very simple when you let it be and allow the energy to flow within yourself. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Jillian, Jill- do you have some final thoughts you'd like to share in the broadcast? I I had been thinking a little bit about the season, um, and, you know, I am also totally in love with the spring. Right after the equinox, I had this experience where I looked up at the sun when I was driving my daughter 
to school, and I felt like I literally had a message through the sun of unconditional love that went straight to my heart chakra, and it was like, uh, it was just so incredible that, and I was really grateful for it. You know, I, there's many ways that you could describe that. Maybe it's a message from the beloved as, you know, one way. And um, also thinking about that, that today is in, in some calendars today is Good Friday. There's also Passover. And next week is Good Friday for the Eastern Orthodox. And what I grew up in a, in a pretty strict religious tradition, which I've just had expanded. My, my life has expanded, I guess, more. And I guess what I'm learning is to apply some a lot of what you're saying, Kelly, about breathing and everything, to my my vision of of or my thoughts about um, religion or or even beliefs. Or it's it's hard to describe because I guess what it, what I'm trying to say is I don't think that Jesus wants us to be crying. Does that make sense? Okay. He was creating mm-hmm. leaders, not followers. What's that? I said he was wanting to create leaders, not followers. Right, exactly. and I guess I've I've done a lot of crying over him, and I think he's telling me you don't have to cry over yeah. him anymore. Yeah. So is right. that a timely message? <laughs> right. That's good. So, Granda, do you have any closing thoughts you'd like to share? Well, I, I know that you've not got much time left, and for me... No, no it will continue to record, so go, you have plenty of time. For me, for me, it is alignment and unconditional love, and to love yourself, and we forget about that. Um, alignment. Alignment with our higher self and unconditional love, and it all falls into the whole. Mm-hmm. I think it's especially important for women in a certain way to learn to unconditionally love themselves. Yes. I don't know if that makes sense. Yes, it does. Being, it does. Being feminine. Um, <laughs> um, yes, I think a lot of women um, want to feel love. Yeah. It's important for everybody, but we've been the most suppressed. So it's that balancing, though. You always want to be balanced between the masculine and the feminine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However, not many, I don't, I think you have to be open to, re- to receive that, don't you? Cause, mm-hmm. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of beliefs about that and... When it comes to relationships, and um, it's back to the same thing, I think. You know, mm-hmm. you've got to love yourself first. And um, maybe this is the start, you know. And there's yeah. not many people that, who I am connected with much that have the same thoughts. Or, you, know, you know what I mean, I think. I think you know what I mean. Well, um, well. Yeah, when I look at you, Glenda, I see this glow, and I I feel the glow from you because you are in love with yourself, and 
I look back on myself what, before I learned to love myself because I had in my I, in my mind I was supposed to put myself last, and so I was at the end of a long list of to dos or you know. Mm-hmm. And well, that's the opposite, and you're learning that. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I've had to do a lot of reprogramming. Yep. The yoga. But when I but when I said sorry to interrupt. Um, I'm still wanting to love myself in, in mm. that higher perspective. Does that make sense? I'm just yes, beginning does. to understand who I am, and I in the, and I mean beginning, like minute. I can't even put it into words because the words limit it. Yeah. So to love right. myself is not. The same as in loving myself, as in oh you look nice today, yeah, or you're beautiful. It's not right. not that love that I'm looking for. Feeling does that make sense? Right. It is yes. about unconditional love, not putting the conditions on myself. We were talking about this earlier, and I think that's down to again the beliefs, the limiting beliefs that we put on ourselves, that we've been conditioned to believe, um, so loving yourself unconditionally, yeah, is, it is about stripping away a lot of, you know, like the onion, stripping away a lot of skin to allow that love to come through because it has to come from your higher self as well. Okay. Right. Now, um... Sense? Yeah, I know. Um, we, I mean, we, we could go on and on and on, like we usually do on our podcast. Uh, <laughs> and I know, uh, Kelly, you said you had some other things to to do. Yeah. So I just, I'm going to play, um, and I'm sure we'll be talking again soon and come up with other show ideas and so forth. And Kelly, I'll work with you later to rewrite the show notes from what you think the show was about, and then I'll just update it on on the show page to to you whatever you want to have for show notes okay and That's um good. you've heard of james james twyman right james twyman the peace troubadour i'm sure i've heard of that name all right um this is his song um peacemaking with james twyman performs be the change, which is a lot of what we need to do. Be the change. <laughs> all right. So, well, this has um, been fun, I, and I've enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I love you all, and thank you very much. Enjoy thank the song. You. you want to see.
your hands Hold out your hands And be the change Be the change That you want to see Thank you. 